You're listening to the Batuta Advocates Weekly News Wrap on Desert Rock FM 96.5. G'day and thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Weekly Batuta News Bulletin, a wrap of the biggest stories from the Batuta Advocate, Australia's oldest and most respected newspaper. My name's Bruce Hitchcock and sitting alongside me as usual is Wendell Hussey. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us today. We're coming to you live from Koala Mattress Studios here in downtown Batuta. And a quick announcement before we get rolling. The much-loved cult radio show and podcast, The Grey Cricketer, has joined the Desert Rock FM stable. Yep, that's right. They've joined the station, which is, of course, syndicated nationally on the Diamantina Podcast Network. So if you are a podcast listener, make sure you give them a whirl. Now, kicking off the news this week, Del, Pauline Hansen's been on a mission to assure everyone that it's okay to be white. Bruce, she certainly has. After being unable to convince the majority of predominantly white upper house senators to vote in favour of her incendiary motion promoting a term associated with white supremacists and neo-Nazi movements, Pauline Hanson has now turned her attention to the sickly Great Barrier Reef. The Queensland Senator travelled to the embattled reef, which is currently in a critical state after two catastrophic bleaching episodes as a result of climate change and a mining spill-off. Everyone's telling you that you should be ashamed of your white features, she whispered to the millennia-old natural wonder of the world. She then told some rotting coral just off Lizard Island that if holidays don't want to come anymore, then that's their fault, and that the state can just be propped up by coal. What a nice touch that is, eh? I hope the bleached coral's feeling a little bit better after a visit. Yeah, I hope so too. And Bruce, in other news around the country, there were some royals in town this week. That's right, Del. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex touched down in Sydney this week, much to the delight of royal enthusiasts across the nation. And while most organisations were flat-out detailing the minutiae of Meghan Markle's outfit, we broke an exclusive story about Prince Harry's conversation with his grandmother. Honest to God, Nan, they've changed the Prime Minister again. He told Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II over the phone a short time after touching down. He then told the Queen that Australia had changed horses again, from the silver-tongued silk to a weirdo daggy soccer dad kind of guy. Our reporter on the scene heard laughter from the speakerphone before Her Majesty joked about how poor Theresa would fare down here. A reference to the British Prime Minister Theresa May, I think. And you can understand their amusement, I guess. And still in national news, the fallout from the Honey Badger's big non-decision on The Bachelor continues this week. Disappearing overseas after refusing to pick either of the final two contestants in the popular reality TV show, the former footy star is now facing calls to issue an official apology. The nation has spoken and is collectively demanding a tail-between-the-legs apology from the Honey Bachelor after he refused to enter into an arranged and long-term relationship with one of 24 women picked out of the general population. He said to us, This whole thing is as cooked as the New South Wales government's books. The whole country's going off like a tree full of galahs. So that's why I scooted off like a rat up a drain pipe. I didn't want to lead one of those girls on, only to turn around in a few months and say sayonara, you know? <laughs> Oh, jeez, I love his one-liners, Del. There's no way they're getting old anytime soon. He really has copped it, though, the honey badger, and he hasn't been the only one under fire. The nation's independent schools are also in the public's line of sight after some recommendations from Philip Ruddock's review into religious freedoms were leaked this week. The review recommended that schools be able to turn away students and teachers that are gay, much to the anger of many around the country. As a result, Catholic schools in particular have offered to make a compromise. Now, they have promised that they will make an effort to get rid of all the pedos in their schools, just as long as they are able to get rid of the gay kids and teachers first. A spokesperson for the church told us, Look, we understand the Royal Commission's findings were concerning, but we have more pressing matters to deal with. The 20% of our clergymen who've been involved in child abuse will have to wait 
We have to get those gay students and gay teachers out of our schools now. Sounds like they are really coming to the party on this issue. Mm. Moving on now, there's been some interesting scientific news that's come out this week. There has, bro. It's an incredible story from the Western Plains Zoo down in Dubbo. In a world first, the zoo has successfully taught a gorilla to read at Daily Telegraph level. Wow. Yes, zookeepers were delighted to announce this week that scientists from the nearby Tafe College had taught the ape named Glenn to read the tabloid. Named after Narramine-born cricketer Glenn McGrath, the four-year-old's progress has heralded a new beginning for the nation's gorilla breeding program. But there was a negative side effect, wasn't there, as a result of the breakthrough? Yes, unfortunately, the great ape is now Islamophobic, but his keepers are hoping to work through the issue, so we'll keep an eye on that story as it unfolds. Mm. Fingers crossed for the majestic beast. Now, back home in Batuta this week, we're on the scene as a poor young woman went through a traumatic experience. In what can only be described as an act of pure, hangover-induced desperation, Millie Simpson refreshed her food delivery app four times in one minute, just so she could track where the fuck her delivery driver was. In her festering state, Millie decided to order a mid-morning feast from her local Thai restaurant, which she planned to consume in bed. However, she said the pain of watching the driver take wrong turn after wrong turn was horrendous. Watching on in horror, our reporter said it felt like an eternity before the food arrived, at which point Millie slunk off to her room and our reporter left. Poor girl, the whole ordeal sounded horrible. We have been informed today, though, that she is almost feeling like a human again. Anyway, that's it for the News Wrap this week. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast in order to get your weekly fix of real, unfiltered and unwavering regional news. Until next week, I'm Bruce Hitchcock. And I'm Wendell Hussey.